Feast High. Hello, Wildcat listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler, who did a slightly different thing in the intro and has it, caused chaos. It confused me. <laughs> I'm simply focused. Minute 52, Condra. What happens? Okay. All right. Minute 52 of High School Musical 3 senior year starts out with Troy and Gabrielle singing No Matter Where Life Takes Us with Troy doing some big arm <laughs> and ends with Troy and Gabrielle singing Be With You with big arm. <laughs> I wanted to keep the big arm until this minute because I had a thing. I see. I see. So yeah, so right at the end of the last minute, beginning of this minute, Troy's sort of like grabbing onto this like white balcony, like would be on like the upper floor of like a fancy. Like a balcony. Yeah, like a fancy house. Like a Gabriella house. We Yeah. Gabriella has a balcony. Yeah, I'm picturing like a plantation house, if that's the word for that type of house. Yes. But Gabriella also has one in her house. So Yeah, the sets are weirdly specific. And the thing that I wanted to say was like play sets you know, are sometimes structurally sound, but high school play sets, not no. like famously reliable architecture on those. Yeah, no, this is um concerning to say the least. <laughs> like Troy is putting a lot of his weight into structures that are actively being painted. So, you know, <laughs> they're not done. <laughs> yeah, Troy, break a leg didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, learn... What you're talking about, Troy? Come on. Uh, yeah, but it gets weird in this minute. Again, I have utterly no idea what's going on <laughs> lyrically within this song. One, because my brain doesn't process that sort of thing. And two, because it seems to mean absolutely nothing for the context of what's going on visually in this minute. Yeah, there's stuff going on in the background. Darbus is telling Yort to focus on the painting. Ryan is conducting. Yeah. So Troy is climbing over chair like this. Well, it's well, one chaos. at a time, Condra. One at a time. <laughs> but it's too much. <laughs> so, so yeah. So simple enough. Darbus tells Yort, like who's sort of stopped painting, to admire Troy and Gabriella singing to you know continue his painting. Although the rail already looks pretty white. Yeah. I don't know who I don't know who Tom Sawyer Yort into thinking that it needed another coat, but nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> Whitewashing. There's a there's a joke there, but whatever. Yeah. He's got <laughs> it on his face too. And yeah, we see more of why Ryan has decided to get off of the piano bench with Kelsey and he starts conducting. So he has a conducting wand, and this is pretty this seems pretty standard for like something that Ryan would be involved in in terms of the production process, because Kelsey's playing the piano. But if there's cues and stuff, that that definitely seems like something Ryan would be interested in, like helping organize, you know, even as a choreographer, if he's not telling you what motions to do, he wants to keep everyone on beat, making sure everything goes right. So the issue I have with it is that the wand sort of spontaneously appears in Ryan's hand. It's like a magic trick. A magic wand? Ryan does magic. I wouldn't put it past him. Has he done a magic trick ever? 
There was discussion in the last movie about Ryan doing a magic act during the talent show when Troy was replacing Ryan in Huma Humu. Okay, that sounds familiar. But then, so yeah, so pretty soon after we get Ryan conducting, we cut back up to the stage, like this upper stage area where Ryan is up there with Yort, mm-hmm. like observing the the whole crowd of like things going on behind him and in front of him. What we haven't mentioned is that like all this time in the background, like behind the like set that we're in, there's like a bunch of people like moving props around, practicing choreography. Yeah. It's a busy happening theater. Like stuff is, stuff is moving, but it's weird that like there's choreography being practiced, but Ryan's not there. He's working with, Troy and Gabriella on their singing part. It makes sense in a minute when we cut again in the same breath of the song. This is where I don't love this. This it feels a little bit like they wanted to do like a something I've pitched a couple times, like a a getting ready montage. Yeah, like like a rehearsal montage where they were you know doing lots of parts of rehearsing the play, but through an edited song. Yeah. Which this is a little bit, but not really. It's more one continuous scene. Yeah, except that it cuts dramatically in space. Like, Troy is suddenly at the back of the auditorium, and Gabriella is on stage in this balcony, and Ryan's working on choreography with her. Like, we get a shot of Kelsey's hands, like, playing the piano, and that seems to be, like, a time jump moment. Weirdly. Yeah, it's just, I don't... It's, how did Ryan get up on the, you know, the stage platform? How did Troy spontaneously get, like, all the way back in the middle of the aisle of the auditorium? Darbus also moved from she was up on the platform. Now she's in a seat in the auditorium. It's the sort of yeah. thing that's, like, fine for a movie to do, but... It's also <laughs> very weird for this movie to do. Yes, like, we had a hard enough time when Sharpay was moving from one side of the stage to the other. <laughs> <laughs> I just edited that episode, and I was like, man, we really... <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain that I was right. You know? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's things going on in this minute that are, like, a little confusing. Like, Darbus, like, says to Yort to, like, keep going, and then Troy starts climbing up on chairs and crawling over chairs while he's singing crawls over Darbus. (laughs) I don't see like you practice how you play, right? Absolutely. There's no way he's going to do this during the show when there's people in those seats. Like how is this part of the choreography? Like Ryan is working very closely, like with Gabriella on arm points and stuff, which is very (laughs) weird. Yeah, I like this idea that, like, Ryan is choreographing Gabriella's not, like, dance movements, but, like, in-song arm movements and, like, the way she's blocking and the way and what she does with her arms. And he's just literally on the stage next to her, like, telling her what to do, which is very funny. Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to just feel this out. Like, I have no plan here. Wave your arms like this, and then she waves her arms, yeah. And, like... You have no plan, like, is she going to spin? Like, is the f- attention supposed to be all on Troy, but she's still kind of doing something in case someone happens to look at the stage? Like, just feels weird. 
Another thing that's confusing is like sometimes musicals will do this thing where like one of the actors is in the aisle or like in the audience area. Lion King famous. I think Cats does it too. Like the cats sort of like emerge through the audience onto the stage. Several, several, many plays do this. It's, it's a, it's a thick, it, it's a little exciting for the audience to be like, whoa, people are so close to me. Oh, I was watching Clue and it happened. I, I saw a local production of Clue. And they did that. But it doesn't it doesn't seem to communicate why Troy would be standing back here for yeah. this scene. Yeah, like, there's no apparent movement through space in the song other than them talking about being apart. <laughs> but like Yeah, it's not like we don't know the context of what's going on in the play. Theoretically, there's some moment where like Troy is gone and then he magically reappears in the back of the auditorium. There's a lot of sprinting involved there. High School Musical 1 was like funny in the way that like all of this is just for an audition. Yeah. And now they're like doing a musical and it's like, I don't know, man, like if you're going to do a musical, like make us understand what it is. Yeah. It's like we didn't know anything about Twinkle Town, but I feel like I know even less here. Other than the prom scene, well, the thing with Twinkle Town was like, okay, we understand that like it's a generic play, yeah, just like about people living their lives and hoping to be stars. Like that's an understandable idea. God, I hope I get what? it. I hope <laughs> I get it. I was thinking La La Land a little bit because that's like Twinkle Town synonym, I suppose. Ah, uh, although I never saw the movie La La Land. I didn't either, and I know it's more about jazz and acting rather than like being a musical star, but whatever. Yeah. Um, This movie. Yeah. It's like, if it's about the senior year, like tell us what the narrative looks like. Yeah. Although it's interesting because later in the minute we get this like sort of side, like in the background, we sort of see this like treehouse imagery that they've like sort of like done up like a prop set to like look like a treehouse with like the boards like that you climb up to get to Uh the top. I was like, oh, is that supposed to be like the treehouse at Troy's house? Are they just like doing the plot of the movie? But as a musical, they wouldn't do something that meta, though. Yeah, it's really unclear. Like, because also, I just think this is like Gabriella's balcony. And like, it's like the first movie when Troy like leaps up to her and is like, let's do it. Like, I'm sorry kind of thing. But is it? The culmination of the wackiness of this minute is when Chad walks sort of like out into this balcony area wearing like a... A clown suit. Oversized clown suit. And he's like confused about why he's in it. He's like asking Ryan. We're all confused, Ryan. And Ryan laughs out loud in a way that like actually we hear him laugh out loud and it like cuts into the audio of the the song, which I like. Yes. But I'm confused to why the clown suit. Yeah, it's like... In like a dressing montage, right? You'll sometimes get this where like yeah. someone is spontaneously in an outfit that makes that makes no sense for the context of like the dressing montage that they're in. Yes. Like they'll be in a scuba suit and you're like, but you're not going underwater. Yeah. Is this the Toy Story 3 thing? Because I, I was also yeah. going to say scuba suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about friend of the show, Robin. So that's probably and I did the Ken dressing scene in, in Toy Story 3. So that could be it. Ah, I wasn't in that. I was, though. (laughs) I asked specifically for that scene. Uh, 
I was just thinking about Forky earlier. Ah, weird one. Remember Forky? I do remember Forky. Forky's Forky's in one of my. Forky is wild. I feel so much of a deep connection of Forky. (laughs) So, yeah, we get this why is Chad moment. Like, what is going on? And then Taylor rushes out to, like, help fix the problem. Yeah, she, like, escorts him off stage. Is Taylor in the musical? She was dancing in the prom scene. Yeah, she's in the prom scene. Yeah, she's in. She was in the Night of Nights. Big fun. Is she like, oh, the night of nights. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so stupid. It's <laughs> big fun, Tyler. Big fun. <laughs> I think that should be like code word for dangerous situations for us. And like every, I don't know. I just feel like that could be a code word for something like listeners at home could like come up to us and be like, big fun. And be like, hey, I know who you are. Are you a friend of Kelsey's? <laughs> <laughs> why it's yes like, i am <laughs> it's like the i like your shoelaces thing from tumblr in like 2013 um uh, what i don't know what that one is that's okay i can't share that information with you that's secret tumblr knowledge oh that's not i was true. talking about are you a friend of dorothy which was like a way of finding out if someone was gay in the 60s oh if you were at like a sock hop because ah, you're over the rainbow. Um, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I just, I didn't, I, I'm, I didn't pick up on it. I'm tired. It's a specific reference that like not everybody knows, but like it's like it's a, it's a yeah. Like sometimes you make a joke about it. Anyway, friend of Kelsey's that would be a good one though, because yeah, or Sharpay, I suppose. But like whatever, like no, I like uh, we like Kelsey yeah. better on this. Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what's great? Sharpay is nowhere to be seen in this. Yes. scene. <laughs> She's not even doing stupid piano yoga. Wait, <laughs> we we saw she was sitting on a piano earlier in this movie. Doing yeah, the but arm that's like thing. a Sharpay move. Yeah. And but, she was just like sitting on the edge of the piano with her legs dangling. That feels a little bit more normal. But all of her weight is still on the piano. Uh, <laughs> the last thing that sort of happens in this minute is Troy starts like climbing up this thing that's adjacent to the treehouse structure. It's painted green, and there's a sign that says wet paint. And Troy does big arm, and sure enough, wet paint on his hand. Yes, which is a great gag, like, in a musical, like, mm-hmm. specifically in the in the new Little Shop of Little Horrors. Little Shop with the mud. When, yeah, when, when Seymour sings, treats me like dirt, and then calls me a slob, which I am, he wipes his hands on his shirt, and of course he's got dirt in his hands, so the dirt gets on his shirt. That's a great gag. It's yeah. almost like... They like 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 I said before. It's almost like they wanted this scene to be like a little bit of like a montage a with like silly moments. Yeah, but it's not like not like it's so unclear what's happening and what we're supposed to be feeling in this. And scene. it's so slowly paced. Like there, there's nothing progressing in this other than some painting happening. But the paint's not even dry. Yeah, and we don't get like a close up of. Chad and Ryan it's like a pretty wide shot yeah like if you're not paying attention you might not see it because you're focused on Troy and Gabriella and like listening to the song lyrics if that mattered at all but yeah I mean overall it's not like a it's not like a disappointing minute of the movie in the sense that like something bad happens it's not like wasting time particularly it's just unclear what this is doing like I said in the last minute, 
it made sense when Ryan and Kelsey were singing this song. Now with Gabrielle and Troy singing it, it seems like we're losing the opportunity for this song to come back later with more significance. Yeah. Unless they change it to Only Want to Be With You. Only Want to Be With You. Like that? Yeah. It just becomes a jukebox musical? Yeah. Seems fair. Technically, that that first song from the first movie... Is, yeah. Is a pop song. What what was that song, though? I'm forgetting. Start of Something New. This could be the start of something new. Um, Yeah, theoretically, that is a pop song, but anyway. Yeah. Kondra, do you want to move on to a segment? Sure. Cue okay, the music, cue the music. <laughs> oh, Kondra said it and I said it. So, Kondra, it's not quite a decom I've got for you. I wanted to acknowledge your upcoming trip to Walt Disney World. Thank you. I will be in Disney when this song... Or actually, yeah, I'll be in Disney when this song airs. It'll be my when last episode, day there. Yeah. When this episode airs? Yeah, when this episode airs. I was thinking of doing the, like, hey, you have 10 minutes, just talk about it um, segment. <laughs> but but no, we're not going to do that. Kondra, do you know? This is kind of like Probably. the decom segment and that I know and you have to guess. Okay. Do you know what the Disney parks did to acknowledge High School Musical? Yes, the parade. I want, Tyler, we were in the parks when that happened, and I desperately, one of my favorite YouTubers of all times, talks about Disney parades, and I would love, love, love to get him on to talk about this parade. Well, it was not so much a parade, it was a dance party, that, and it was one of the first kind of dance parties, it was in Hollywood Studios, it was Shake It, Move It, what was it called? High School Musical Shake It, Move It, Dance It? Connor, I've I've done a little bit of research about this. So okay, you are right in that it's kind of like a parade in the sense that they, okay, but they would stop in the middle of a, a little. There's a little the bit hat. of background information to be had here. Sorry, really it started at Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland on that like little stage. Oh, on area. the dance stage over there. Okay, and yeah, then that makes eventually sense. Eventually, it moved to Disney's MGM Studios, which at would later time. become Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, and I don't have a start date for it, um, but there are dates for the High School Musical 2 and 3 renditions, which we will briefly mention. So um, this segment is about what High School Musical in the parks looked like. As far as I know, it was called the High School Musical Pep Rally. Okay. Um, and so basically there's like this parade float type deal, like stage thing. Mm-hmm. What they use now for the cavalcades, for those of you that are familiar with modern Disney that sort of progresses from a gate mm-hmm. to um, the like the Central Park area, which used to be based around like this Sorcerer Mickey hat, which is now not there, but whatever. Correct. And then it like they do a little show, and then it ends, and then it goes back out the gate. So yeah. there's a video of the original online, and then I think there's also a video of the High School Musical three version online, which I didn't. I I got to slide through most of the original High School Musical 1 version. I did not look at the High School Musical 3 version. Theoretically, we could do this as like a bonus episode in the in the same way that we did like the Muppet High School Musical commercial. Or the concert. Yeah, I actually had thought about that, and that was where I was going to reach out to the, the YouTuber was to do something like this. But 
But but here we're just sort of like teasing it, I suppose. Sure. Maybe I'll, my dreams will come true. So the float sort of processes out and there's a group of cheerleaders and a group of basketball players. Mm-hmm. They're just generic dancers. Yeah. And then on the on the float, there appear to be sort of generic high school students. They don't seem to be dressed up specifically as Troy and Gabriella. Yep. They are not. Um, they're they're sort of doing a loop. There's a sort of Wildcats let's go here that mm-hmm. loops with Bop to the top. And so they've got that sort of like conga drum feel to it the whole yeah. time. And then they they get to the the big Mickey hat in the middle and then they, they sort of like do the loop one more time to get like the whole crowd there before they yep. start. And then they do the show and there appears to be like one or two people who are like anchoring the show. Mm-hmm. And they do four songs. Do you know the four songs? They do, for the original, they did Start of Something New, Get Your Head in the Game, We're All in This Together, and I think it was Bop to the Top. What I have from my video is they, maybe I skipped around too much, but I don't think they did Start of Something New. They did Get Your Head in the Game, what Mm -hmm. I've been looking for. Stick to the status quo, oh, and then we're all in this sen- together. That makes more sense to do stick to the... Sorry, I wasn't thinking stick to the status quo, but yes, that makes more sense than start of something new. For Get Your Head in the Game, they have a little crowd participation where they like have these like little basketball hoops, and then they give basketballs to the kids, and they shoot them in the hoops. Yeah. Um, didn't seem like there was anything for what I've been looking for, just sort of a time filler. Yeah. Same thing with status quo. Status quo is a little bit more of like the Energy. choreography and like they have these like sort of like wood blocks that they're moving around. Yeah. To add some dimensionality. And then for we're all in this together, it's they teach when the they, dance. They, 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 they teach a part of the dance. And yeah. then you have the kids sort of, you know, lined up participating. And so this is a sort of dance party setup Adjacent, that yeah. I'm sure you can talk about like <laughs> yeah, the prominence they- of dance party as a concept in the parks. Yeah, so they became this thing, especially in Hollywood studios with certain characters. It was mostly targeted for younger kids. They did them in Tomorrowland, too, and they do them at holiday events. You see this happen at the Christmas parties a lot where they'll have a dance stage. I mean, dancing in the parks goes all the way back to Disneyland in the 50s and 60s. Um when dancing was like a cultural thing that everyone did. Yeah, there was like a, a dance event. stage and like, yeah, there, it was a social event. And then in the the 80s with Videopolis and so it, it changing the way dancing looked at the parks to be more modern and engaging to teens. And then there was a lot of controversy around all of those. Hashtag let's go homosexual fast dancing. Yes. But dancing doing dance parties it's a cheap easy way to engage little kids for a very short period of time they did them nowadays with um they do a disney junior live in hollywood studios in the animation courtyard they tour these dance parties too like disney junior dance parties tour with face characters and costume characters so it's really They do the dance party parade kind of things that are kind of like cavalcades in parks that don't really see a parade otherwise or very minimal presence of parade. Like for it to be in Tomorrowland or it to be in Hollywood Studios slash MGM Studios, those aren't 
parade parts of the park or parks in general that do parades. Uh, and Hollywood Studios kind of has a parade now, but it's not the same. Hollywood Studios has like a character who marches around and then you interact with. Well, no, they do their Pixar Cars of Stars or whatever it's called, where they have different cruising I'm, vehicles. I was saying like old fashioned Hollywood Studios would yeah. be like more like this is the, like the, the Hollywood version. So like, a person in a costume is going to march out and then you'll like get to see that costume up close Yeah. or like Darth Maul will do a dance on a stage or something like, yeah. Or no, um, that well, that wasn't the dance. They would just like have a bunch of star Wars characters come out. Well, in star Wars weekend, they would do dancing yes, back in the yeah. day, which was iconic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so dance parties, it's especially appealing to little kids. Cause it's short. You don't have to necessarily wait for the parade the way like big parades are. So it's one it, of the things that you don't necessarily plan for. But it just kind of happens which it, is it happens around you. Yeah, no, which is totally how we saw one. We didn't stay and watch it because this would have been two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I'm trying to remember. I was we were in seventh grade when that we went I was in seventh grade when so it must have been two thousand seven. I don't know. So it was still just High School Musical at the time, but I very like I we were walking by and I was like, oh my god, there's High School Musical in the park! Like I have such a vivid memory of that that um it was, but it was nothing like we were on our way to something, so it wasn't like we were gonna stop. And also, it was like what was the like for us as older like me in middle school and you in late elementary who wasn't super into high school musical like it wasn't gonna it wasn't appealing to us but like there was just a horde of children around these basketball players and cheerleaders like doing the dancing and stuff it is one of the thing that fleshes out the park experience absolutely it gives environment and energy it it gives opportunities for people to move throughout the park and like to kind of eat people for a little bit so maybe it'll help a line decrease a little or something like that eating people yeah um watch the defunct land video on fast pass and you'll see <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know they sold soylent green in the parks but anyway but yeah no i think <laughs> i mean dance parties still being a staple in the park for little kids and them still having them at holiday events, it it shows how what what they mean. The thing that was maybe impressive or unique about the High School Musical version was it seemed like there was like twenty people doing it this was a dance big party. Dance party, yeah. Whereas I would imagine nowadays, like whatever um, version of the dance party iteration you just said was, I can't imagine it being that many people anymore. You know, because those are all people you have to pay for a full day of work yeah. you know, just to come out and do the show five times over the course of eight hours. Like, yeah, the costume, I from what I understand, the costume characters that are also in the dance party do some of the meet and greet experiences in the animation court. I don't under I, I don't even make to pretend how unions for Disney work. I, I don't know <laughs> what unions Um, the actors do yeah 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 not not the okay sorry the the people who work in the parks in general are called cast, cast members. members yeah but then if you are specifically like a character actor that's a different thing correct anyway there so there were when high school musical 2 came out you know first one's getting a little stale they have high school musical 2 colon schools out mm, so they do summer they they just they just do 
the other, like, they update it with some of the songs. I think they still did We're All In This Together. Because of the dancing. But you also do, like, what's what's the big finale song from High School Musical 2? It truly doesn't matter. Um, I, I know what date that that closed. September 13th, 2008. Which would be about a month before High School Musical 3 came out. All for one. Sorry. All for one. And then the High School Musical 3 iteration was called High School Musical 3 colon right here, right now. Right. Here. And that didn't close until October 2010, apparently. That makes sense, though, because they yeah, were riding that high school you, musical. You, you make an investment in a park thing. You want to, like, ride it you out. Milk and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's still drawing people in, like. Yeah. It was replaced by the Disney Channel Rocks dance party, which they basically just kept the the form, the the, mm-hmm. the function, and then replaced the imagery with general Disney Channel. And this is also around the time when they're doing, you know, Camp Rock and all these other things. Like, I'm sure there were... Lemonade They were just like, just just give us freedom to do other things that aren't High School Musical, but still the same dance party concept. Yeah. And then there's a Move It, Shake It one that I don't... There's one that was a little later, but... You probably don't have that information. That's where I'm like, there's one like called Move It, Shake It, Dance It or something like that that I remember later on us going into the parks and seeing, like walking by, but I don't particularly remember. So that was about the extent of my Google search, High School Musical 3 Disney Parks, other than a video clip of Corbin Blue surprising a group of like kids that were doing a theater camp in Disney World as part of a promotion with High School Musical, the series, um, season three, which he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a cute little video. There's like these sort of adults leading the camp and they're like, well, we, we, we're going to get Corbin Blue on FaceTime and talk to you guys. And then he just walks out like in real life. That's so cute. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's one of those just cute videos like, well, it's just fun to see kids like be excited about something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That was my idea idea for a decom segment. I guess no, maybe we'll do like a closer analysis of the, yeah, the party the, and like break down like the little dialogue changes that they do in between the songs. Yeah. But and maybe I'll pluck up the courage to reach out to this YouTuber. Pluck up, Condra says. <laughs> um, yes, you should do that. Um, send out an email. Be brave. <laughs> Condra, you, you excited for, for Disney Wish? I will have already seen it by the time this movie comes out. So I'll let you know next time we record what I thought. All right. Well, speaking of next time, where can people find us until next time? You can find us on Instagram at Amateur Nerds. Yeah, like our Corbin Blue post, if you haven't already. (laughs) Check in with us on Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. You can also send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know your Thanksgiving movie this year. Yeah, or your memories of seeing High School Musical dance party in the parks back in the day. Uh, or or was there some sort of High School Musical lore in the parks that we missed that you know about? Mm. I do remember at one point their costumes were in the Walt's Dream you know where that like little video about like the history of Walt Disney and they have random like costumes Vaguely. and stuff. Yeah, also I don't think in it's Hollywood worth Studios. spending any more time on. No, but 
I think they had costumes in there at one point. Nice. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if anything in this song starts making sense. You can bet on it. That's a big promise.